0: through how I've kind of gone about planning or how I've incorporated a way of planning that keeps my values front and center, that keeps me front and center, and that prioritizes the things that are important to me. The reason I want to, I thought it might be useful to run through is not as a how-to, like you should do it how I do it, or this is the best way to do it, but more as another example or an example of what another way of doing planning. Often, um, and I know for myself, when I first started running my own business or running particularly with the online business space, um, looking for ways to plan or like figure stuff out. And a lot of the stuff I came across was very formulaic. So like, do it this way, like do this step first, do this step first. And the thing with business, the thing with life is that there's as many ways to run a business as there are humans doing it. And the most sustainable business that you will be able to run is the one that is run with you front and center, with you centered, with you front of mind as you do your planning, as you do you you know, as you say, yes to certain things. And so I wanted to give an example or to show you how I do it. Not like I said, to be like, this is how you should do it, but more, this is another way you can do it. And this is the process I go through my decision-making ways. And so to offer it up for you to listen along, to take what resonates for you, to try out different things, maybe experiment if some of the things that I share sound um, like they could be supportive for you but also just to show you that you can do it your way. You can create your own way of planning that works for you. Um, And you can, I talked about last week in the episode around planning goals and the year ahead uh, with the year ahead that who knows what's happening and talked about it that like that bigger picture thing. And one of the things I was talking about was how you can gather information from what's worked before for you in the past. And so when I offer this up, it's an opportunity for you to take some things maybe that resonate to give them a go, but gather information around what does work, what doesn't work, maybe things you've tried in the past or haven't, and put together your own way of planning that actually is unique for you, that works for you based on what's going on for you, based on what season you are in your life. And to be honest, the way I used to plan business stuff before kids is very different than how I do now because I'm in a completely different season of my life. The way I planned my business stuff a couple of years ago when we were kicking off a um, 12-month lap around Australia was a very unique year, so it was a very different. And the way that I'm starting to plan all the different things I'm adding into my planning this year and last year as well, um, when we're in the middle of a pandemic, um, also adds a different thing as well. So definitely a seasonal thing, hopefully cyclical, hopefully not here forever, um, but who knows? We'll see. We can plan with it in um, in mind. Um, so I thought I'd talk about that and I thought I'd just give you, yeah, a bit of a rundown on what's going on for me this year, what I'm working on. I've got my word this year, which is cultivate, um, and I want to talk about how I'll be cultivating some more relationships, cultivating some more connections and the particular programs and things that I'm going to have going on this year so that if there's anything that interests you you can just you know make note of it or hit me up via dm or email to find out more details or to you know throw your hand in the air and say me 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 it's for me okay so looking at the year um I just hung up my giant war calendar actually <clears throat> pardon me, And um, this week and I've filled it out with my planning and it's actually pretty sparse. <laughs> so the thing that was front of mind for me this year was flexibility. So my first step for the year or my first step anytime when I am planning is to look at the big picture, to look at the kind of year overall and particularly to look at what's going on for me outside of business. Um often I'll just do a bit of a brain dump of like all the things that I've kind of have running around in my head, business options or business ideas. So I've got that there. But the first thing I will do when I'm looking at my planning is what are the really important dates? So this year is actually 2022, a big year for me personally in life. Um, I've got a few things going on. So I've got um, this weekend, in fact, is my 10 year wedding anniversary. So I've got that happening. So I've blocked out the weekend, which has been blocked out for quite some time. Um, I've got my middle kiddo starting school in February. In in Australia, the school year starts at the end of January, early February. So I've got my (laughs) middle kiddo um, starting school in February, early Feb. And then also I have a big milestone birthday coming up in April. I'm turning the big 4.0, which you know, COVID pending or COVID allowing, I plan to celebrate. Um, basically, it will be a month of Laura. Uh, so I am having that in the front of mind as I plan my year as well. So a few big things happening um, and also um, – of course, um, not knowing what's happening in 2022 with, um, pandemic, um, and what's going to be going on there. So I'm also using that, or I, I also held that kind of really front of mind or kind of ran things through a bit of a filter of what would this look like if I have kids at home, if I don't have any child, um, like extra childcare. Um, so normally I have a, well, What I worked on last year putting in place is having somebody come in, babysitter, um, au pair, nanny, whatever you want to call them, um, come in for two mornings a week from like 9.30 to 12.30, till 12 actually, because my bubba goes to bed, still has a daytime nap. And so I had that happening, which was stop and start you know, over 2021 with lockdowns and stuff. And I had a changeover. The person I did have, they left and then I needed to find someone new. So there's a bit of a changeover. Then there was a lockdown. Anyway, we got back in a groove of that. And that is my plan for this year. I've just found out, yay, praise the stars, um, that um, they were looking for a bit more um, work and they, anyway, I literally, she texted me today to say that she can still um, come out this year. So, yay. Um, she currently has COVID though, so she's not coming out at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm kind of flying solo at the moment, which I knew January was going to be pretty up and down anyway. It's school holidays here in Australia where um, we have the whole of January off here, um, pretty much except maybe the last few days. So, I knew that January was going to be pretty um, – pretty much just me. So January has been pretty light and been super hyper-flexible and been basically just doing bare minimums, posting on socials because that's a really, um, really big place where I connect and also my podcast, but my podcast, um, this will be my second podcast of, well, not of them. This is the second podcast of the month, but the last three podcasts, the last one of December last week and this one, um, Two out of three I've recorded the day before. And so this is Wednesday evening. This podcast drops um, in the morning. So I'll be recording, pressing pause, pressing stop, and loading all up. In fact, I recorded – I started recording um, earlier and then was interrupted by children who got up from bedtime. Anyway, so we're restarting again, which actually was – was a blessing in disguise, actually, because I realized um, when I went to listen back to figure out where I had to sort of start from again, I realized that my audio was terrible because my my, um, computer had reset to be the computer mic and not my actual mic. So that sort of actually worked out for the better, really, because otherwise I would have recorded the whole podcast and realized the audio was crapola. (laughs) And instead of having like a full episode, I only had like 10 minutes done Anywho, I digress. Giant tangent, Uh, that's Laura, the name of the game. So the year ahead. So I've got my childcare sorted, but when I'm planning, I'm thinking in my head, what would it look like or what's possible if that falls off the radar? So the big thing that I'm focusing on this year is um, Radical, which is my new program. Well, it's kind of like program slash mentorship slash mastermind. It's all sorts of things because it's actually – I'm really excited about Radical. It's something I've been dreaming about and planning since I first launched this arm of my business in 2020, um, working with um, other professionals. And I've been dreaming about creating a space where we can come together to connect, where we can come together to learn, um, where we can come together and I can share what I've been working on, what I've found useful, the resources, the tools, the ways of looking at things, the values-based lens, where I can share strategies and tools and tips where the humans that that come together with me can use, can take what works for them, can leave what doesn't, where we can connect in more conversation, more coaching, more actual like, hey, this is coming up for me in my business and this is what's working. This is not what's working. What are some, you know, and talking through that with me, talking through that with other humans in the course. So it's not just um like expert, like me as the expert. It's really me as the facilitator. It's it's that integration that like one of the really big things I want to embed in radical is the integration that happens when we're in connection and conversation. And sometimes that can be for some people that can feel like accountability. Accountability is not a big thing for me. And so what I wanted to embed in radical or what I'm going to be aiming to embed, because it doesn't the idea of it exists but it doesn't exist yet um is a space for relational inspiration hat tip to angela morris media who shared that um that kind of quote for me around actually coming together and getting inspiration by being in connection and also There's that inspiration that comes from connection and inspiration, and kind of that connect momentum. What's the word I was thinking? Connected momentum that happens. So, when you are coming into a space, there's like a momentum that builds when you're in connection with other people doing similar things to you or working on similar things. Um, So, that is what I'm really hoping. um, Well, that's one of the big elements that I want um, to bring through Radical. So, Radical is going to be like a six month thing. Um, So, when I I was dreaming up radical. I was dreaming up something that kind of didn't exist a longish term, but not an ongoing membership, so like six months. It sort of has elements of a program. So there is kind of content and information and learning and unlearning. And then there's a lot of um, conversation. So an opportunity to actually be in conversation, like all of the people together. So that kind of more mastermind um, element. And then there is some going to be an opportunity for coaching. So live coaching, um, mentoring, that kind of space. So it's kind of all the things that exist, like a program, a mentorship, a mastermind, all kind of rolled up in one and what I consider kind of the best bits or the bits that resonate for me. Um, so it's almost like I've developed this program because it's the program that I was looking for when I wanted to learn how to do business online, but do it with my values, do it with the values like. As a health professional, you know, we train and we have a really strong sense of values and ethics around being a health professional about, about, about our practice, like how we practice. And there was a real big disconnect out there with what was being taught around how to run business. And so I want Radical to be basically the bridge. My work is the bridge between creating, um, building a business that's got um, your values and particularly the values you practice and live by are front of centre, the foundation, in fact. And so Radical, um, interestingly, the word, if you didn't catch my post on Instagram, the word Radical, R-A-D-I-C-L-E is how it's spelled, which is the root of one of the roots of the word Radical, you know, R-I-D-I-C-A-L. But Radical, the L-E version, is actually If you've ever grown anything or seen a seed or done a science experiment, you know, where you kind of sprout, um, sprout cress or sprout alfalfa out of seeds, you know, on some little cotton balls or whatever. Um, The first little tiny bit that emerges from the seed, there's like this little dangly bit that comes out and it is the foundation for the whole root system of the plant. And that piece is called the radical. And basically what it is, it's the part of the plant that emerges first and creates the root system, creates the foundation for the plant. And that is what I want Radical, the program to be for your business, a space to create that strong values-based foundation to flourish from as plants do so that's radical I'll be talking about that a little bit more I'm not going to go on much more this isn't an episode just about my program Um, but I will pop the link in the show notes um, if you wanted to go jump on the keep in the loop list which is my version of a uh, my version of an obligation free wait list where you can keep updated about what's going on I'll pop that in there So that's my real big project or big thing that I want to put out in the world. And so that was the very first work-based thing that I put on my list, um, on my calendar. And I blocked that out. And so because it is six months, it's a really big chunk of the year. So I've blocked that out. And I've also blocked in the flexibility of running a second cohort um, over the year. So the first cohort is going to start mid-March and it's going to run until – the very start of September being six months and what I've blocked out or what I've looked at is how can I, can I do a second cohort? So I've kind of got rough dates if I wanted to run a second lot, say starting maybe in June, which I'll wait and see because what I'll be waiting and seeing on is what's happening. Um, So when I planned Radical and I'm coming back to come back to the point that started me on this, was around how can I, you know, what will this look like without maybe as much support um, around the kiddos with actually just maybe having them all here during the day. Like who knows what's going to happen, right? Um, And so what I'm going to be looking at is times that I can do where I have guaranteed um, somebody here um, looking after them or they're asleep. Um, And so I've planned that in. So rather than go ahead and plan in dates and times that rely on me having somebody here, like an external person to the family here to support me with the kids, I've planned in so my husband can, it's times where my husband can be available. Um, And so that's a guaranteed person here, you know, even if everyone's home all day, even if we're back into a lockdown, even if something's going like barring people being unwell, which, you know, you can't plan for that very well. um, I've planned as much flexibility as I can in with running the program so that I can keep going ahead with it because it is really important to me once I put it out that I keep can commit to it. Um, Obviously life happens you know it's not like um, set in stone but I just wanted to highlight that really what I did or, or what can be really important when you are planning is to think about what are all the things? I mean, we can't plan for everything. Like we're never going to be in control of everything, but because I wanted this, because knowing what has happened over the last couple of years with lockdowns and stop tarts, knowing that I didn't want this program to be interrupted by a pause, I wanted to minimize the interrupt, the potential um, external pause um, impact on the program. So that is what I did when I, when I planned it out. So as it stands outside of Radical and my ongoing kind of things I'm committed to, like this podcast and um, keeping up on social media and supporting people one-on-one with coaching, that is really the only things that I have locked in to my planning, like dates set on the planner. The other thing that I put on the planner was some key... some conferences that I'm interested in either attending or that I have put forward some submissions or that I'm planning to put forward some submissions to maybe present at. So I've put them on. Um, They potentially are flexible as well. If they go ahead, you know, who knows what might happen. Um, They might end up being virtual. So it'll be a very different time commitment. Um, And also I might not get chosen to present at those. So I'm going to be pitching at a few conferences and professional events because I really want to, that's one of the ways I want to cultivate um, my connection to people and cultivate um, like an awareness of the work that I'm doing, that there is a way we can run our businesses as health professionals with our values, the values we practice by centered, we can run our businesses, health professionals, and not compromise on how we take care of the humans we work with. Um, and also how we take care of ourselves. And so side note, if you know of any great conferences, online summits or kind of any any kind of gatherings of professionals in across dietetics across you know, any health profession, um, because the way what I do talk to can be transferred. Um, And so if you know of anything, then please feel free to reach out and let me know, you know, if you know of any events coming up, or if you know of anyone organizing any events, um, that's an area that I really want to grow because I think it's a great way to just kind of spread awareness, but also to actually just spread um, like, you know, to share this information, um, that I, you know, the work that I do out to more people. Um, so that would be great if you know any. So that's the next thing I put on a couple of those events just so I knew where they were. So that's what I've done. And then I have gone and my, I've got this new wall planner, which has a little note section at the start of each month. Um, and so what I've done on the note section is I've actually just written my, what you could call my contingency or potential things. So, I want to run a few workshops this year. So I'm going, to run, um, I'm going to run like a values basics workshop. I ran this workshop in the mafia, which is a community I'm part of with Shante Cofield, the movement maestro. Um, I ran this to our workshop, which was really about the basics of values and getting clear on your values. And it went really well and the feedback was really positive. So I want to actually run that more widely this year and put that out in the world. Um, I'm thinking of doing it. Um, I have it scheduled in for... May, like flexibly, very flexibly scheduled in for May. Now you might think, oh, well, that's a very long way off. Like there's there's plenty of months in the year. And so I've got radicals starting mid-March and I didn't want to put anything extra on my plate before then. And this is where my life-based planning comes in. So January, school holidays, no support. Um, No, like, no, not no support. I'm not out here doing everything by myself, but no um, extra like um, additional support with the kids. So basically I'm at home with three kids, you know, doing that sort of thing. So not as much um, room to get things done in my schedule. Case in point, as I said, um, I think I said, I don't know. I've been interrupted three times um, in this podcast. I can't remember what I've actually kept in this recording. But anyway, if I haven't said it already, I'm recording this like the night before it's dropping. Um, Also, middle kiddo starting school in February, so I didn't want to have much going on there because I know we're going to have like a month of just kind of getting in a new routine. She's going to be busted by starting school and just being super tired, as will the oldest kiddo because, you know, when you come back from school holidays, it is a really transition into it. And I'll be tired too because we'll be getting up and, you know, getting all the stuff ready for school and lunches and all that kind of bizzo if they go. Um, so that is why I've left February really nothing, you know, nothing particularly outside of my normal kind of work things and talking about radical and promoting that and, um, you know, answering questions and encouraging humans to sign up for it. Um, that is what I'll be focusing on up until the program runs. And I've left everything else off because I want to give that my full attention. And I also want to be able to give my full attention, not my full attention. I want to have enough attention to give on radical and on the life the life stuff that's happening. April um, is my birthday month. And so I am going to be having a birthday month. <laughs> so I'm not, again, planning anything new. I will be running Radical then. So that'll be like the second month of it, plus my normal podcast, etc. Plus Easter's on that, um, which is actually my birthday weekend. Easter is on in April. And so there's enough going on in April. So no extra events. So that brings us to May, the next possible month where I could run something. So at this stage, I've got it kind of like penciled in. Well, it's written in whiteboard marker on the notes at the top. There's no date set to it. I'll set a date closer to once things feel a bit more solid around life. Um, as much as they can be and I'll, I'll set that a bit closer too. So that's what I've penciled in. So I've put above a few months. I've got that one that I've um, marked in. I've also marked in for either late May early June to run the More values more huge um, support fest that I ran the first month of um, the first month, the first week of the year. That went really well and um, that was a really great way to I suppose introduce people to the steps and sort of the process. To go that that I went through, um, that some people have used and found really useful for um, starting to get clarity and embedding like clarity around values, around what you want from your business, around how to create a business with you front of mind around how to create a business that you can plan flexibly, that you can plan rest in and all of those things. And so that was great. And I really enjoyed connecting um, and supporting people around that. So I'm planning to run that as like a mid-year thing. So that's penciled in, well, a whiteboard marketing um, in the notes section of the months. And that will be going through there. And then I've also got very loosely in the later half of the month, I'm going to run another workshop then um because we're just at the start of the month, I haven't really locked even in the month for that. So I just kind of have that roughly in the back of my head. So that is how I went through my year and planned things out so that it could be flexible. I've also planned, so I mentioned that April's going to be a super light on month. Um, July is also going to be a super light on month for me. So that is kind of like mid-year, um, just to give me a bit of a, a bit of breathing space. It's school holiday, like mid-year school holidays here. And if we can, what we what we often like to do, we live somewhere where, by Australian standards, it's cold. It's not cold by the rest of the world standards, um, but it's cold part of Australia. And so, what we'll look to do is to go somewhere a bit warmer, if it's possible, you know, COVID allowing. So that is sort of how I went through and planned the year, and hopefully that is like helpful or gives you a few ideas around ways to look at it. And I'm also thinking as I'm going through that around my word or kind of the vibe or the the, um, feeling that I want to bring to the year, which is around cultivate. It's really the action. It's really how I want to take action in my um, through, you know, in my values, but through that word cultivate, which is around cultivating connection. So radical is a big piece of that. I'm also obviously going to be still doing the podcast and connecting in conversation with 12 um, different amazing humans this year um, with the guest interview. So I'm still going to be doing one guest interview a month on the podcast. i am also got a couple of interviews for myself on some other podcasts and I'm going to be looking at pitching a few more co- podcast Um, So it's another way I'm going to be cultivating connection and cultivating conversation around this. And so I know I said it around the conferences, but if you know any podcasts, if you've got any podcasts that you listen to regularly that you think um, the message and the information that I share would be really Worth reaching out to them and sharing. If you have your own podcast, and this is something the stuff I talk about here is something you'd like to bring to your community, um, or the humans that listen along, then please reach out either with suggestions or um, yeah, let me know if you would love to me have me. I would love to chat on your podcast if you have one, or on your favorite podcast if you have one. I've already chatted on my favorite podcast, um, the Movement Maestro or um, Maestro on the Mic, um, with Shante. Um, like late last year. So that was really exciting. And I've got a couple of great um, dietitian um, specific podcasts coming up this year, which I'm really looking forward to talking on as well, Um, because you know me, I love to talk. Um, the other thing that I'm going to be doing this year a little bit differently or adding in is I'm going to be doing a monthly. So I do my weekly IG lives, um, over on Instagram to talk about like a topic that's either coming up for me or a question that's come up. I'm going to be doing a monthly interview series on Instagram where I want to connect again and cultivate more connection and conversation with other dietitians, particularly want to talk to dietitians um, around how they've done things differently in business, how they've brought their values, and to give some real examples of dietitians out there doing things differently. Um, so that's going to be something I'm going to be doing. So keep your eye out for that. I'll, I'll talk about that over on IG. And I'll be, you know, they'll be a bit more scheduled. Like my weekly ones, I tend to just kind of come up with the topic as I'm thinking of it on the morning of, um, but they'll be kind of scheduled in and I'll give a bit of a lead up time so that people can actually um, come along live if it's something that um, is of interest or, you know, marketing their diary to catch up. So that is another thing I've got coming up. Okay, so that is 2022. The name of the game is Flexibility. Um, As I said, I went through my calendar, I blocked out the really important dates or had them front of mine as I was planning, particularly all of the important things happening in life, such as my birthday (laughs) and other really um, important things, you know, secondary important to that, of course. Um, And then I blocked out my key, my key thing, um, which is my radical, the program for that um i made sure i have time for rest so one thing is my birthday month april um everyone's going to remember when my birthday is now um i've i've blocked that out as a super flexible not no work month but a super super light month and the same with july at this stage is blocked out as a super light month i'm also going to be doing some um earlier this year earlier last year sorry i did like a two night solo like getaway and i'm planning Again, COVID allowing to do that this year. So actually I have a couple of night solo staycation coming up um, in a couple of weeks where my husband's taking our kids camping. I'm going to stay home and have a few days. So I'm super excited about that. And I've also got blocked in um, more mid-year, another little staycation. I'm not staycation. Well, staycations are always good. But anyway, I've blocked out some time where I'm going to try and either stay home by myself or you know, book somewhere for a couple of nights and get out, get away from the house, get away from just those responsibilities. Um, you know, when you're in the house and you can see the washing or you can see the other things and actually just have time to create time to work on my business stuff if I want to, or just time to do things that really fill me up time to read book, time to do whatever. Um, and that was really awesome. I just had the best time doing that, but that's because I'm, um, Um, A hermit-like introvert. So I really like hanging out by myself. (laughs) So that might not appeal to you. Maybe you more likely to appeal and what would be more likely to appeal to you is to organize a weekend away with some friends or some important people in your life. So anyway, that's another thing that I kind of blocked out. I forgot to mention um, when I was doing my kind of um, big picture for the year, like what, what are the big events on? So to make sure that there was heaps of flexibility To make sure the things that were my priorities, um, my big picture priority of radical, but also my ongoing priorities of maintaining the podcast, keeping up on social, and also creating, keeping, maintaining space of the one to one work I do. So making sure I wasn't overloading myself with workshops and with all these great, shiny, bright um, ideas and shiny object kind of things that detract or that not just time, but I'm um, not just like focus, but time and energy. And literally like I've shared before, one of my values is conservation and wise use of me as a resource um, across all the areas of my life. And so being really mindful of that with how I plan and so that I'm not overloading and keeping enough flexibility in my schedule so that if fun or interesting um, things come up over the year, I still have capacity to potentially add things in. And so that is another thing again, I didn't mention, but another thing I keep in mind as I'm planning and and is to make sure things are flexible um, so that I can add other things in, like if an idea comes up or if there's an opportunity to collaborate with somebody or just if I want to change things up or pivot or, you know, something really like, you know, I, I just come up with a different different idea of things to do and I can add that in. So that's me. That's my planning. I see that we're getting up to the half hour mark. So I'm going to wrap up. If you've got any questions, um, reach out. Like I said, I'm going to pop the link to Radical in the show notes. So check that out if that's of interest and jump on the um, in the loop uh, list. And if you've got any questions about that, feel free to reach out to me. If you have any suggestions on conferences, summits, um, professional kind of meetings or gatherings that you think uh, the information I share would be helpful or, you know, needed, wanted, then please let me know. And also podcasts. If you've got a favorite podcast you listen to and you think the work that I share and the ideas I share would be a match, then let me know. If you have your own podcast and you would love me to come and chat also, I would be honoured to talk to the humans that you connect with. So reach out for any of those reasons. And I look forward to chatting to you again soon. Okay, until then, bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you and the time you've given to me. If you like what you heard, please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice. Want more like this? Come follow along and continue the combo on Instagram where I hang out at Dietitian Values. I'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect. Have a good one. Catch you next time on the Dietitian Values Podcast. The Dietitian Values Podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the Nambri and Ngunnawal people. I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging.